Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canale, and welcome back to Before the Lights podcast, the show that tells you how they made their mark. We're going to do something we haven't done in a while, and that's offer you guys a bonus show. We're going to talk about the Las Vegas Premier Golf Instruction Facility that offers club fitting, a practice area, and instruction. HPGI offers two PGA Tour pros with over 500 tour events combined. They have state-of-the-art golf analysis technology and the Falls Practice Area, which features a premier golf training area. To get more in-depth on HPGI, we're going to bring in not one, but two guys, Brendan Burgeon and Bradley Kyer. Let's talk with him right now. Let's start with Brendan. Brendan, welcome to the show. Tommy, welcome. Thanks for having us on today, mate. You are welcome. We're going to get into High Performance Golf Institute, better known as HPGI, located at beautiful Lake Las Vegas. Listeners, go to the show notes, and you can click on a link to go to highperformancegolf.com. Brendan is a world-renowned professional club fitting expert and club technician with over eight years in the field, and he's worked on all the pro tours. Brendan, tell my listeners, how did you get started working on clubs? Yeah, uh, Tommy, that was actually a while ago, back when I was uh, living in Southern California. I, uh, being a, a golfer myself, I needed to get some grips replaced and couldn't find really anyone to do it. And then just happened to stumble upon a guy that uh, was getting out of the business, actually from Maxer Golf, and he had some golf equipment that, that he was looking to sell. And, you know, it's one of those things, you never know how you end up in something. And I bought some equipment and then just started learning. Um Shortly after that, I met the guy that I do a, did a lot of work with that was out on the, the tour, the PGA Tour, at the what was the, the old Mark Christopher Celebrity Classic down in Rancho Cucamonga. It was a Fernando Amorta guy and Blake Counts, and uh, they were working out on the, the LPGA, the PGA, the Nationwide back then is what it was, and uh, also the Senior Tour on the West Coast. And uh, got talking with them, and they asked me to, to, to come out and, start working with them and that was uh eight eight or nine years of fun working out with some of the best players in the world is it safe to say that fernando would be a mentor of yours uh he yeah he definitely was yeah fernando and blake were definitely good guys that that, that helped me and mentored me and, and showed me a lot of the different things that happened with club fitting out on the pro tours and behind closed doors that people may not see you traveled on all the golf tours what did that teach you that you're still using today wow there's, there's so many so many little things but the biggest thing Tommy would be those guys out there know their equipment their equipment is fitted to them they know exactly how far each one of their clubs is going to go and how their clubs should feel so let me go here then your eyes versus all the advancement in technology I'm guessing that you're relying on both, but how do you balance those two? You, you've got to balance both of them in a way that, one, you've got to see what does the golfer do? And that's one of the things that we work with out here is how do golfers, what are their goals? What do they want to do? Are they getting lessons? Or they just want to try and get the ball better? There are things we work with, but definitely with TrackMan technology we use out here, it's just made it so much easier. We can see ball flight. But be able to track it and tell you exactly what it does. And TrackMan's analyzed over a billion golf shots. We can now really help people refine their game and get more enjoyment out of the game. Speaking of TrackMan, Brendan, 
Talk about the advancement just in TrackMan, because I believe now it's on the fourth generation. It, it is. It, it's, it's now been so many different ways of doing it with using dual radar technology. So one radar tracks the ball, one radar now tracks the cob head. We can narrow down exactly what that golf ball is doing in flight. And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, golf's all about getting that, that little white ball from a tee box into the hole in the shortest number of shots. So if we can help someone maximize their potential, TrackMan does that so much easily. And it's data. You can't, you can argue with it all you want, but data is data. Agree. Let's flip a little bit, and I'm going to come back to you in a minute, Brendan, and talk about instruction at HPGI that's led by Craig Barlow, a PGA Tour veteran and former two-time guest of the show. He made 170 career cuts on the tour. Also, instruction by Jeff Gallagher, who played on the PGA Tour, a web.com veteran who's also a former guest of the podcast, and Nicole Dutt-Roberts, who has 25 years of PGA golf instruction. We're going to welcome in Bradley Kyer, who's been playing golf on the national scale for over 20 years. He won the Nevada State Junior Am twice, the Nevada State Match Play Championship. He competed at the Division I level and is currently competing on the Asher Tour, which was previously the Golden State Tour. Bradley, welcome into the show. Let's start here with you. Let's talk about where your game is at today. Hey, Tommy. Thanks for having me. Uh, my game right now... Uh, <laughs> It is, it, I feel more confident really than I ever have, you know, you listed all the things I've done and whatnot, but since, you know, becoming a part of this facility, um, and being able to utilize my tournament experience in a way, um, that I never have before, you know, working with alongside Craig and Jeff guys who have done it on the highest level and, uh, you know, even Brendan, just even learning things about my equipment that I had never known before. Um, I feel like I'm on my way to, you know, maximizing what I can do and, um, also helping out some of the people that want to maximize their potential along with me. Okay. Then tell my listeners, what have you taken or learned from Craig, Jeff and Nicole about being an instructor? Well, each of them is very unique in their style, but they're all extremely effective coaches. Uh, I would say uh, I started early on with Nicole and the thing I learned with her and uh, with, especially with uh, her clientele that she typically teaches, you know, be learning a lot of patience with students, especially, you know, it's, you know, it, everybody is not here to go play professionally and, some people, this could be their first day playing golf. You treat everyone the same, give them the same amount of patience and attention, and especially uh, keeping a positive attitude. Uh, and then, you know, where Jeff and Craig come in, uh, they do that extremely well with their students as well, but especially a lot of course management stuff. Uh, all the things that you would teach a player that wants to take it to the next level, teaching them how to play golf versus how to just swing a golf club has been huge. Uh, even things you think about on the golf course or when you're over a shot and how to block out distractions. Every, all those little things you would think, well, you just do it. Well, they have a method to how they do it and it makes it a lot easier to execute. How has the transition been for you, even though you're still playing and competing to now being an instructor? Um, <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> it was interesting. 
I, you know, I, I've been, a, I've been a player my whole life and, you know, I've had, you know, various coaches, whether they were uh, from a school or golf instruction wise, and just being able to stand on the other side and someone's looking to me for advice or for my opinion and things like that. In the beginning, it was uncomfortable, man. I didn't know, I didn't really understand, you know, how to do it effectively and, you know, the steps I needed to go through. And, you know, you don't really fully understand things. You know, I've heard basically from everyone that until you can teach them. And, you know, the first first few months was tough. You know, I, I knew what I wanted to say, but I didn't know how to say it and get it across to an audience, you know. But uh, after that, you know, I, I like I said, I spent time with each of those three instructors who are extremely gifted at getting their point across. Uh, in a manner that is both encouraging and effective. And um, I've figured, I feel like I've figured it out pretty good now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, those first few months were tough. Outside of an instructor, you're also an HPGI club fitter and club repair. Have you always tinkered with your clubs? Uh, no. I, no. So I linked up with Brendan and we were here. I knew next to nothing about equipment and club fitting and in the, the immersion in the last year has been unbelievable. Now I'm that guy that puts a half inch piece of lead tape on a particular part of my golf club because I want to try and get a different feel. But before <laughs> I couldn't tell how to change a grip, but now I can, I, I service my own club and I can take care of pretty much everything now. In the deep end, and he's learning how to swim pretty quickly. <laughs> I was just going to say, as Fernando was your mentor, Bradley Brendan would be your mentor. Absolutely. It's, it's, Tommy, I will say it's been kind of good that way. Is it, it, I didn't think when I was the, the, the young kid, you know, almost 20 years ago, now messing around with golf clubs, thinking, well, what, what am I going to do with this? And now it's kind of nice to be able to pass it on and see some someone who's got fresh eyes and fresh enthusiasm and really wants to learn about it. Just simple things that I'd kind of forgotten about and taken for granted for making adjustments on clubs. It's just, you've got to slow down and explain it to Bert, why are we doing this? And it also then it helps him grow and him get better as an instructor, as a fitter as well. So it's uh, it's kind of very rewarding that way. I'll bet. I want to ask a question for both of you and I'm going to start with you, Brendan, because I'm sure the answer is going to be different. How do you look to maximize a player's potential? Part of that is finding out, I mean, me talking with a player before they, they even get out here, what are they looking to do? Are they looking to go play college golf? Are they looking to play high school golf? Are they just a, an older person who's looking to get better? Or is it a, you know someone who's, who once was a player and is now starting to get older but wants to still regain some of that, you know, We'll call it lost glory that all us old guys now, you know, have more of. And how do, how do we get someone to, to hit the ball where they want it to go and hit it, hit it the best that they possibly can with the physical abilities they have? Make a difference with free as a tee. Did you know one in five Americans will experience a mental health challenge every year? Free as a tee is giving the gift of good. For every t-shirt purchased, $5 will be donated to the Mental Health Coalition to support mental health resources for the millions of people who need them. Plus, for every purchase, one shirt is donated to someone in need. Free your mind and shop with a cause. Buy one, give one for $45 and learn more about us and our mission at freeasatee.com or click the link in the show notes. 
make a difference one tea at a time. Happy tea time. Bradley, then for you on the instruction side, what are you looking for to maximize a player's potential? Uh, when I first meet someone and they're looking, you know, to get better, like we all are, um, our first session is always, uh, kind of exploratory, more of a, uh, I tweak their setup and put them in a position to show me what they can do. And then I really just analyze what they do, do well and try to build off of that. You know, if there's no, my opinion and, you know, opinion of a lot of the guys here, there's no one perfect angle, one way to swing a golf club. Everybody does different things well. And rather than breaking everything down and having everyone start from the bottom level, take what they do well and build on that and just make sure that, you know, there's a a few things that we check for a few principles that have to hold true in order to maximize efficiency, but uh, always build on what they do well. And then of course, positive coaching, always positive. Question for either one who wants to answer this. What club manufacturers are you offering at HPGI? Yeah, that's actually one of the great things now that we've been doing, Tommy, is that we now have uh, Cobra, Callaway, Cleveland, King, TaylorMade, Idolist, Strixon. I think that's about it. Now we've got that. As long as working with other shop manufacturers as well, we do work with Mitsubishi, Graphite Design, VA, True Temper, Oban, Nippon. Um, when we've got several different partners we work with, some people may have got, they've already got some equipment that could just maybe the head suit them well, but the shafts don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially people are getting, as people are getting either stronger or weaker, their swing speed is changing, or they've made an adjustment to their swing and they've got some lessons and changed the way they deliver the club. And as, as we say, it's not how fast you swing it, it's how you swing it fast. And that can make a difference the way you deliver the club to what does change and what equipment will work for you. And just based on the brands that you just mentioned, explains why you are Las Vegas premier golf instruction facility. It offers club fitting practice facility. It's the ultimate premier golf training area. People, you can go there and get your whole game analyzed from your equipment to instruction. We talked about the clubs, but let's talk about you guys can even do ball fitting and making sure somebody's using the right putter. Yep. I mean, it's, as we always say, it, a three, a missed three foot putt counts the same as hitting a 300 yard drive. The only difference is you don't see many people, if they hit a bad drive, snapping their driver, but that three foot putt is some of the most frustrating. And we've, we've all, we haven't felt like breaking a putter. Some people have even broken one. You can sometimes look at it and go, Hey, if you're not using the right putter, making that three-foot putt is then that exhilarating feeling. It doesn't matter if it's going to win a tournament or if it's just take five bucks off your buddy. When you make that that putt that you maybe had struggled with before, it's given people a really good feeling. I'm going to guess here. 80, 90% of the people are using the wrong ball? Probably, yeah, 90% might be a little bit high. I'd say, I'd say, at least 60% would be a safe number. What is the biggest reason? Just because they're buying a, a brand name Titleist or Callaway or whatever brand that they're using just off the shelf or not have no idea what's best for them? 
There, there is a bit of that, Tommy, but also with TrackMan, I can prove to you why it's different. And that's one of the easiest things that we can say to someone. When we show someone that maybe they're spinning it too much or they're not hitting the right apex with that ball or that club setup, we can change that and show people with a quantifiable number. Are you you're hitting it further or straighter or whatever it is, but we can break it down and show someone if you're playing, you know, X brand of ball, whatever it is, and it's spinning either too much or not enough, then most people don't know that sometimes getting a ball that doesn't spin enough has that knuckle effect. You know, you take it out of baseball where the ball won't fly and it'll just kind of fall out of the air because the ball does need a certain amount of spin to stay in the air. What else do you want listeners to know about HPGI, Brendan? Um, I mean, it's now we've expanded. I mean, it was four years ago we started out here. There was just uh, Jeff, Craig, and myself, and we're now growing and now having and Brad here being able to do fitting and instruction. We're we're growing and we're working with guys like yourself. We've been able to uh, grow to be you know one of the premier fitting places in Las Vegas, and it's for us it's a lot of fun being able to have someone have that aha moment. And hit that golf shot where it's that crisp, clean golf shot. That's that's really what it's all about. But having Brad here now makes it easier, and, and he's growing in his ability to fit and teach. And it's just a, it's a great thing to see that, that, that we're getting getting to be a bigger facility out here every day. Bradley, I want you to speak to the listeners about what the facility consists of and what all you can offer. Just from, I mean, the target practice areas. Talk about that whole thing. Yeah, it's it's a truly unique setup, uh, and you know the the p- people that I've taken up there or that have taken lessons from me, uh, we don't get, we get so much praise, uh, and it's you know obviously our bosses here set up at a fantastic facility because they're all golfers as well. But our our instructional range deck, uh, we have two levels, and it used to be uh, the 18th hole of the old Falls Golf Course, so. When you hit balls off the range deck, you're actually hitting what down what looks like an old fairway, uh, and which is really great for instruction, especially because you know you have on that hole we put in three massive target greens, and then we have in the fairway uh, we have sand targets that are about three or four steps across, uh, just circles, so that and they're every uh, twelve yards or so uh, to dial in your wedge yardages. Um, but the whole range from top to tail is about 370. Uh, and on the other end, um, we also have the green still from the ninth to 18th hole. So the 18th green uh, is actually our putting green. It's always kept to uh, the stimp of the golf course or even pat faster uh, with plenty of holes to putt. And you get every putt that you would normally have on a green, uh, any break, any undulation. Uh, and then the ninth hole green is our chipping green and that has a lot of undulation greenside bunker uh collection areas we mow it so that half of the green is fairway on one side and the other half is rough so you can work on all of that up and downhill wide uh and then we actually kept the ninth hole as well uh the tee boxes we use for private instruction so if we have a student that wants to particularly work on driving it down a, a chute pretty much uh, we left the fairway bunkers in and, you know, we can hit tee shots with a real course feel because there's still, there's still fairway bunkers. They're still rough. 
uh, and then there's still some rocks uh, around as well. And uh, as well as part of the false practice facility, we also have the hitting bay downstairs here at the clubhouse is where uh, Brendan does a lot, almost all of his work and where I do my fittings as well. Uh, an indoor facility that we can use any time of day, any time of year, which is a huge plus, especially for instruction as well with our truck man. Uh, and then in that room, we have all of our manufacturers latest products and every shaft you could pretty much imagine. Uh, so we got, we've got a pretty good setup here. Listeners, go to the show notes and click on the highperformancegolf.com link. You can take a look at everything Bradley just explained to you. Before we go, Bradley, start with you. How can listeners get connected with you? Um, so they can go to the HPGI website. Uh, we have all of our instructors and club fitters available there. So myself, Craig, Jeff, Nicole, and Brendan uh, on a little drop down. And if you click on our profiles, uh, you'll find my email in there. And then uh, you can also just call the Reflection Bay Golf Shop and ask for me, and they'll direct you. Uh, or you can shoot me an email at uh, bkire at reflectionbaygolf.com. Brendan, to you before we go, where can HPGI be found on social media? Where What platforms is it at? We have... Instagram is probably our biggest one, and then on the HPGI website. And uh, probably one thing before I before I go, I did forget about uh, if you've got our listeners, we're doing something different here next year where we're actually doing a couple of what well, we were calling wedge clinics, where for two hours we have eight people come in and work with Jeff and Craig on short game, and also with them with me and Brad on dialing in the distances of their wedges. So that way then. People can work out how far do I hit my sandwich? How far do I hit my lob wedge? How far do I hit my pitching wedge? And they can dial in that that end of their, their game because, there's, as we all know, there's nothing better than hitting that short shot close to the hole. You know, if you're getting up and down for par or, you know, if you're going to make a birdie, nothing better than doing that. Brendan, Bradley, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show talking about HPGI. Tommy, thank you, mate. Appreciate it, Tommy. You guys are welcome. Listeners, go to the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Before the Lights Podcast. And don't forget, in the links, the bundles, the extra five interviews are now available for purchase. They're broken down into six different categories. Food and beverage, actors, crime, entertainment, music, and sports. The packages start as low as just $2.99. Go to beforethelightspod.com slash shop or click the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Before the Lights. I'm Tommy Canale. And until next time, everybody, a salute, a chin chin. Chin chin.